Okay, y'all, I have some exciting news for you on an upcoming podcast. If you don't know, I have a series on my podcast devoted to finding love after divorce success stories. If you haven't heard episode three, the first in the series, you need to go back and listen. In a few weeks, I will have a very special guest. I can't give it away yet, but stay tuned for hints in all of my social media over the next week or so. I also want to tell you about my new Facebook group, Joy in Your Journey Community. This is a place where you can go for support and guidance, and I will be on there regularly with free content. Just go to Facebook and search Joy in Your Journey and join the group. That's all. You're all set. Hey, y'all. Thanks for joining me today. I'm going to be talking about four ways to move from hurt to healing. I know many of you are dealing with some major life situations um, right now, and I've been thinking about you and what I can do to help you right where you are right now, if you are dealing with a lot of hurt in your life. So um, if you're dealing with divorce and life is not going how you planned, um, we all know people who have gone through divorce and come out on the other side better, more kind, compassionate, more loving yet while we see others grow hostile, resentful, and bitter. Why is this? Um, the obvious answer is life is what we make it. And ultimately we create the lives we want to have regardless of what our circumstances are. So I want you to keep that in mind as we're talking about the four ways that you can start moving from hurt to healing, because it's up to you to apply these action items and create the life you want to have. So first is accept what is, if you are separated or divorcing or divorced or widowed, um, life is not exactly how you thought it would be right now. And it can be difficult to accept that your life is not what you thought it would be at this point, no matter what that point is. Um, you may have young children, or you may finally have all of your kids in school and just have a minute to breathe. Um, or you may have an empty nest and then the bottom falls out. You find that you are getting divorced. Um, there is no good time to get divorced. And as I like to say, welcome to the club, the one that no one wants to join. No one gets married with a dream of getting divorced, but it is not the end of the world. There is life after divorce and possibly a much better life than the one you had before, or one you had imagined for yourself. We can spend a lot of time in denial or regret or resenting the reality of where you are right now, and it's not going to help you in any way. It will actually stop you from moving forward. So begin to accept and embrace your new normal. Okay. Um, I love what Brene Brown says, loving ourselves through the process of owning our story is the bravest thing we will ever do. Owning our story can be hard, but not nearly as difficult as spending our lives running from it. 
I love it. Oh, Brene Brown just has a way of laying it all out there and delivering those truths in ways that you cannot deny. So accept what is that's step number one, number two, turn to God, whether you have been close to God in your life in the past or presently, he is waiting with open arms for you to return to him. Um, with God, all things are possible. And I believe this, and I have seen this manifested in my life and in the lives of many, many others whom I have helped. He can turn the broken, messed up pieces of your life into a beautiful story of growth, faith, and triumph. And if you have been close to God in your life in the past, draw closer to him now. It is in our trials and our humility and our extremities that we can come to know on a much deeper level of his infinite awareness of us and unlimited capacity to heal and bless us. So as you turn to God in our failures and or in our times of grief, um, he will help you grow resilient and deepen your faith in him. When we put our faith in God and trust that his plans for our lives are far better than anything we can imagine, we will see miracles. And I know this, this is true for myself. And if you haven't seen those miracles in your life yet, God isn't finished. So don't give up and don't lose your faith. Okay. Third, focus on the present. Where focus goes, energy flows. I love that thought. So use your mindset to help you find gratitude and peace for all that you have in your life right now. Really zoom in your focus and focus on the present. Don't let yourself get caught up in longing for days that are gone by or mourning for those unfulfilled dreams of your future that you feel like are gone or never going to happen now. Both your longing for the past or for the dreams of the future you wanted are dead ends and they can lead you to thoughts of despair and your past and your future both only exist in your mind. Think about it. It's a mind blowing concept. In reality, all we have is what is here right now in the present. So focus on the good things that you have in your life right now. Do you have a roof over your head and the basic necessities of life, food, shelter, heat, air conditioning, clothing? Are those basic needs being met? And most likely the answer is yes. So start there from a place of gratitude for just the most basic things, and then start thinking of all the things beyond that, that you can add to if, if you have a healthy body and you have a family that loves you and you, you have, you know, a beautiful home that's comfortable and and you have clothing and great shoes to run in and, you know, that you can breathe fresh air and see the sunshine every day. Um, when you can just start to count all the blessings that you do have in your life, it will really help you come to a real 
place of gratitude and peace for what is happening right now in your life. So then build on that. It is much easier to see and look for the good in your life when you're aware of it. So bring your attention to gratitude for all that you do have right now. And then it will be easier to see all of the good things that are added on to that. I recommend journaling. It's such a great process for recognizing um, all the good that you have and understanding what you're thinking. You know, it's a great way to really get in touch with your thoughts. As you're journaling, focus on the blessings that you have and you will find more. I know as you start to look for those things and um, in your writings, you know, use this time to express your thoughts and your feelings about all of the life changes that you have experienced. It's really therapeutic when you start writing down your thoughts. It's, it's really helpful to become aware of what you're thinking and feeling. Um, it's also an excellent time to take inventory of your life and your marriage and choose those better parts that you want to take with you into your future. So you may recognize some things that you want to discontinue and not take with you as you are building your new life for yourself or a future partner and both really contemplate, you know, the things that happen in your, in your marriage and resolve to take those things that were good, that you want to continue doing in your life and, you know, either habits or um, patterns that you have decide to take those with you, but it's also a good time to recognize your part in your failed marriage. Um, there are always two parts to play and two sides of any, any marriage story. If you can accept some responsibility for, you know, areas that you would like to improve and, and do differently in the future, then that will only help you in your future relationships. So I really recommend that you do that. Also, um, doing hard things can make you stronger. Life is hard. Creating a beautiful life is hard. Plan on it being hard. Um, it's hard to have a successful, thriving marriage. It's hard to raise a family, um, to build a career. And it's incredibly hard to build a new life for yourself after divorce. But it is possible. So no matter how many mistakes you make, no matter how many times you fail, no matter what, hang on to your vision for your future life and keep working through the hard parts and you will get there and you will be a more amazing, um, incredibly stronger version of yourself when you get there as you conquer and persevere through these trials that you are experiencing. So hard is not a reason not to do something. It is the exact reason to do something and keep going. And do you know what happens when you do hard things for all the right reasons? You learn that you really are capable of doing hard things. And that is amazing. And you get stronger in the process. And that is definitely part of what life is all about.
You will also learn what is possible for you and how to create what is possible when you keep persevering through the unexpected, unplanned events in your life. And you really want to be a person that's good at doing hard things. Everything that you want and that you dream of is possible if you're willing to focus on that dream and work hard at it. So that's, that's my challenge to you. Keep working hard. Number four, connect with others, reach out of your comfort zone and find a support group. This is really important. Surround yourself with a support group of like-minded people who have traveled the roads that you're on or who are in similar situations um, that you are in now. It's good to see that others have gone before you and found happiness in their lives. They can be a huge resource for you. A community of like-minded individuals dealing with in your situation can provide a safe space to talk out issues and find and give encouragement and learn from. So I highly recommend that. It's a healthy way to share some of your experiences and struggles without unloading um, on your friends and family every time you see them. So that's, that's another good reason to find a support group. I also recommend finding a mentor, coach, or a counselor, or possibly all three. It's really wise to use this transition time to make some lasting changes in your life. We can always learn and grow and improve and learn from your first marriage and not repeat those mistakes in your, your subsequent relationships. And without someone to help you, you probably will make the same mistakes the second or third time around. Um, let me discuss some differences between therapy and coaching. Both are important and life-changing. Traditional therapists explore childhood events using the past to explain and understand um, your current struggles in life. And there are many issues and experiences and traumas that require therapy in order to heal and recover. But there are many experiences and issues that do not require therapy. Therapy traditionally takes a person from a dysfunctional place and brings them to a normal functioning place while, you know, seeking to heal those emotional wounds that the person has. Many times therapy takes years and years in order to see progress for an individual. Um, life coaching is an educational discovery-based process of human potential, really. Um, with coaching, we address things like self-awareness, performance enhancement, better self-care and management. Coaching asks what is next, and therapy tends to ask why. Um, with life coaching, it is possible to make changes and see dramatic improvements almost immediately and achieve life-changing results in six to 12 months. It's also very effective for people who are functioning well, but want to take their life to the next level. Life coaching helps clients reach their highest levels of performance and satisfaction. I highly recommend it. So in review. Four simple ways to help you move from hurt to healing are first, accept what is. 
And second, turn to God. And third, focus on the present. And fourth, connect with others. With my clients to help them um, retrain their mind to think in ways that will bring them positive emotions and therefore achieve positive results. So when you learn to harness the power of your mind and focus your thoughts intentionally, you can seriously change the trajectory of your whole life and create a life that you dream of. So what I can teach you as a coach is the tools that I use every day to reach your goals in every area of your life, personal relationship goals, career goals, family, spiritual goals. It tends to all improve when you get coaching in any one area, because you become more aware of your thoughts and your feelings and your actions, and then can use those to generate the feelings and actions that you want to reach any goals you have in your life. In my opinion, self-development is the best possible um, investment you can make. And so I really want to encourage you guys to join my Facebook group, Joy in Your Journey Community. I will have lots of um, information on there, live webinars, question answer sections, lots of good content for you there and a community support group for you to find other men and women that are dealing with the trials of divorce. If you enjoyed what you have heard here today, please share it with your friends and anyone who might need some love and support. I would be so grateful if you would subscribe, rate, and review my show on your favorite podcast player. Thanks for listening. Bye y'all. Are you struggling with the trials of divorce? There is a path to find joy in your journey. I would love to help you. Go to jenzingmark.com to get all the info. There you'll find a free download to help you start thinking happier thoughts today. And you can sign up to receive my weekly newsletter. If you like what you've heard here and want to dive deeper into this work, sign up for a free mini session with me. This is just the tip of the iceberg, my friends. There is so much more. I would love to work with you and be your life coach.